playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Radical Latino is taking you to another level. What's poppin', my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. What is poppin'? Man, I am happy this whole week. I am blessed to be here and give you guys another show. I've been going in and out of, not the state, but just in and out, just running around all over the place, trying to get things right. You know what I'm saying? Before I start anything, how was y'all week? How was y'all week? My week was extremely, extremely, extremely interesting. Extremely interesting. Um, I, I'll, I'll get into that later. First of all, I want to just give some updates on the documentary. The documentary is still, well, now it's 35, 30% complete. Um, I'm still doing a lot of work. I actually ordered a new computer to be completely honest. I ordered a new computer. If you guys saw uh, my Twitter or my uh, Instagram, I posted that thing up. I, yo, your boy literally spent $2,500 on a fucking computer. Yes, I, I balled out and I needed it. I'm going from a MacBook Pro to an iMac. You know what I'm saying? I literally, I got it all specced out. Like I got the i7 processor, 48 gigs of RAM, three gig, uh, three terabytes of storage. You know what I'm saying? This, the screen is 5k, all that other, you know, I wanted really the guts inside the computer, the guts to be high performing. So I had to do that. And I only did that because you know, I'm working on this documentary to be completely honest. So I'm like spending money on you guys, man. Like shit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I did that. I'm loving it. Um, I'm loving it. I'm recording this podcast today on this computer. So hopefully no audio uh, quality is lost and it shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, that's, that's the documentary, you know, that's the update. Also, um, by this time that it, this comes out, uh, you guys will probably see on my, if some of you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please go subscribe to my YouTube. It's on the description down below on my thing. Uh, you know, just go to the details of the podcast that it's, it's down there. You could click on it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or just go to YouTube, the radical Latino and you'll find me. You'll find me. Go to my YouTube. You'll find me the radical Latino. It's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? But. I, uh, I, I made a response video to Antonio. For those who don't know, uh, me and Antonio don't have a beef. I was just going at the guy because of his racist rhetoric. That's all it was his racist rhetoric. And that's something that should be challenged. You know what I'm saying? As the, the reason I'm, this is the thing, this is the thing. When I started this whole podcast, I came in this whole thing at, in the in the idea of an agenda and the narrative. So what is that agenda and narrative to unite Latin people? Because 
by for what I see Latin people were really confused out here. Most of us are classifying ourselves as white. We're joining, you know, Muslim groups and all this other craziness. Why? And I'm just talking about the American Latin people. Why is because our history has been shunned. Our history has been forgotten. Our history has been ignored. When we go to school, we don't learn about Latin history. We don't learn about our people, our culture. We just either we learn it from our fa um, family, our parents, or when we visit our, our, our parents' home country during the summer, we get glimpses of it, but we don't really manifest and, you know, marinate in our identity. We don't. So what we learn in school is a bunch of white folks because, you know, this country has been, you know, was founded on white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? So all we do is learn from white uh, about white folks, their accomplishments. And the fact that Latin is not considered a race is extremely problematic. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely problematic. So that goes into the confusion. That goes into the confusion of our people. You know what I'm saying? Of our people. And that's something that we should really, that's the reason why I started my shit. You know what I mean? I started my shit. That's the reason. And the, the, the thing is that we have to, as a community, we have to come together and start saying, listen, fuck being okay. You're Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. You're Ecuadorian. I'm Chilean. Fuck all that. Because white supremacy sees us as the same. So white supremacists, we're all one big nigga. It doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why I went to at Antonio is because, and if you guys go to my thing, I, I uploaded a response and that's about it. It was because he is out here, ex, you know, just talking craziness, being wild racist and shit, being wild racist, talking about Haitians, especially their, their low lives, good for nothing. They've got low IQ. But yet the motherfucker drives a truck. Mind you, there's nothing bad in driving trucks. They, those people make money, but that job is going to be obsolete in the next five to 10 years. It's going to be taken over by automation. Believe it or not, I was a, I think a year ago, the self-driving truck, the first ever self-driving truck completed a cross country tour with no accidents. Without being a fueled or unfueled, it has solar panels in the, on top of a roof and it was driving 24 hours a day, making stops and make sure everything was good and everything. It made its first trip and that was, that was an accomplishment for these tech companies, but it's a big warning sign for truckers because your job is at stake. What do you think a company, a company doesn't give a fuck about you. You think a company is really going to say, pay somebody X amount of money or pay a mechanic when I need them to fix the trucks because a truck is going to drive itself. Which one makes more sense? You know what I'm saying? So he, he goes at, you know, 
at black folks and stuff like that. And the thing is that Latin people already have a bad rap when it comes to race. You know, for the most part, you some people see Latin people as, you know, allies and other people see Latin people as collaborators. And that's something that it's a double-edged sword because we don't go out. There's no big Latin leader to actually go out and really discuss and fort these things that are being said. You know what I'm saying? These things that are, are being labeled to the Latin community. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the way I, I combat it, because I got some black people, some pro blackity black people. Sometimes they come at me for the certain things that I criticize certain people about. And the thing I, I always say is don't label the Latin community based on the little coons, based on the actions of little coons, the same way I don't label the whole black community for the actions of some little coons. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Do we have some Dominicans in our side? Of course, of course we do. We got some Dominicans. Antonio is one of them. He Antonio, what Antonio suffers from is what they call the tragic, a tragic mulatto situation because he's 77% white. Oh, I'm sorry. European. He believes that he's automatically European, even though it doesn't seem that way and society doesn't see him like that, but it is what it is. So that's, you know, that's the thing I'm trying. That's the reason why I go at him trying to, you know, for him because they have, because nobody for what I've heard, nobody has been going at him and going against his ideology as me. Everybody that's been going at him against his ideology has been people with personal issues. That's all I've seen. You know what I'm saying? That's all I've seen. Now, with that being said, go check out that last video. That shit was mad funny. Also a big RIP to John Witherspoon. You know what I'm saying? That's a dude I grew up with watching, you know, the Wayne's brothers and stuff, you know, and that show he was, he was known as pops. Um, you know, he was in the Friday movie. He was also on boondocks, you know, big RIP to him. He was real funny. You know what I'm saying? He actually, he was part of my childhood. You know what I'm saying? He was part of my childhood. So big RIP for him. Um, you know, I, I was definitely, I was definitely, um, hurt on that knowing that, you know, he died. I don't know the cost of death, but it probably is probably going to be natural. I, I really don't know, but, um, you know, big RIP to him. You know what I'm saying? Also for the people who, who I got some li listeners in Texas. Also, I got some listeners in Texas, you know, shout out to ya. Also for people in Texas, remember, um, if y'all motherfuckers don't got uh, a job, <laughs> Lyft is giving people in Texas. I believe Texas. I believe that's what it is. The people in Texas Lyft is giving the people in Texas free rides. I believe you get two or three free rides to a job interview. And once you get a job, you got to pay them back or whatever the case is, but you get two or uh, two, I think is a two or three, but it's, you get free rides. You know what I'm saying? So go, go, you know, do that. You know, shout out to the people in Texas. Also, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but who probably who, who in here are from is familiar with Alpo, um, not the dog food, uh, the, the Harlem, uh, the Harlem drug kingpin. That's all I can say. The uh, like Alpo. All right. So Alpo, 
uh, he finally came out of jail. Um, let me give a brief background on who Alpo is. Alpo was a Harlem drug dealer who became extremely rich and wealthy and he would be ex very extravagant. You know, they actually made a movie about him and his two friends or two associates, AZ and Rich Porter, right? Called paid in full. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cameron, you know, was playing Alpo and all that. So, uh, you know, they were drug dealers or whatever the case is. A lot of shit happened, you know, very tragic story. It was real, but a very tragic story. AZ ended up getting shot in a, new, a Bronx apartment. Um, that's when, you know, that's, that's when the feds actually put an eye on him. Like, who the fuck is this dude? You know? So AZ got shot up in his Bronx apartment, Rich Porter. Oh man, Rich Porter, his little, his little brother got kidnapped by his uncle and his mom's boyfriend. And they was trying to extort Rich, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, on top of that, Alpo kills Rich Porter, his friend, kills Rich Porter because he thought that he was lying to him about, about a bunch of like cocaine that he had or whatever the case is. So. It's a very tragic story. Alpo went to jail and then he, now he came out. Now he's gonna, now he's gonna talk about, now he's like, he dropped a trailer to a documentary that he's gonna do that. He, uh, basically wants to talk about, you know, what happened and how, uh, he came about and about, uh, you know, rich. So the documentary is just talking about how he killed rich. And I don't know how to feel about that. To be completely honest, I don't know how to feel about that. That's like very disrespectful. I feel like that's very snakish. Um, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, the first thing my man did when he came out, he went to Harlem, started stunting and shit. And now he come, and he's thinking about getting a doctor. Like I, I understand, you gotta get, you gotta get your money up. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. But come on, man. Why, why you, why, why we gotta do this whole song and dance? You know what I'm saying? Why we gotta, why, why we gotta talk about a man that's, that's dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm not feeling that. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. Regardless how y'all, y'all felt, whatever the case is, I'm not feeling that. That's, that's not, no, nah, I'm not feeling that. Also, um, Another another thing that happened. Ti was in the news headline <laughs> because every birthday he goes out and takes his daughter to the gynecologist to check if she's still a virgin. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you guys heard that right. My dude goes out. And to the, it goes bring it to the gynecologist and make sure she's still a virgin. And then he goes out and says, "There's different ways a, a woman could could have her um that that lining. What's it called? Uh, I forgot the name right now. I just I'm drawing the blank. But uh, the 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 lining." You know, like the popping the cherry, the lining broken by horseback riding, doing some extreme shit, basically. 
So he, he goes out, but the thing is, uh, I don't know. Is this an example of toxic masculinity? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. It didn't sound right to me. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it whatsoever. I did not like it whatsoever. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't like it whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just sounded, that sounded very controlling to be completely honest. That sounded controlling as fuck. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a dad whatsoever, but the way I see it is if you are out here, you know, doing what you got to do, you know what I'm saying? Why are you controlling another girl? You know, especially your daughter's like, I get it somewhat. You don't want your daughter out here being a little hoe, but in the same time, let her experience life. Let her experience life. You know what I'm saying? Let her experience life. Let her do her thing. Leave it alone. You know what I mean? Like, leave it alone. Like, I understand you want to protect her, but damn, dude. You go out and take... Okay, so if, she, if she's not a virgin, what will happen then? You know what I'm saying? What will happen then? So, you know, that... that I don't, I don't know. I, that right there, that's, to me, the way I see it, that's a little... That's very controlling. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. That's extremely controlling. So, now, moving on to the next subject. Um, Trump. Yeah. Crazy, right? So, Trump, I think he went to a baseball game recently. And he... <laughs> he went out here just, you know, enjoying it and stuff. And then everybody from the baseball game started booing him. And I think they started chanting, lock him up or whatever the case is. But everybody started booing Donald Trump and it's very funny because this is basically this is telling you where the state is of the country this is telling you what people think about you when a whole stadium collectively boo you you already know where you stand with the majority of the people now do I think that Trump is going to be impeached soon? I don't know. Hopefully. But do I think that he might get reelected? I don't know. There could be a possibility. Um, you got to remember, last time the elections happened, a lot of people didn't go out and vote. Um, not because Donald Trump was there. It's because there was two people that nobody liked. We basically had Satan in one hand and Hitler in the other. You know what I'm saying? Which one is more worse? Either way, they were both bad. So that's the reason why nobody really went out and vote. A lot of people sat out, especially me. A lot of people sat out. A lot, a lot of people sat out. So. The, the, the thing is now, since, you know, the, the elections are coming up and 2020 is going to be a big year for that. There's a lot of forerunners. A lot of people are not that likable. A lot of people are not that likable. Um, Kamala Harris, she basically denies being black left and right. And then she says she's not doing anything for black folks. So 
people really gonna vote for her? You know, uh, Elizabeth Warren. She's out here white as fuck, claiming that she's Indian. You know, are people really gonna are people really gonna vote for her? Uh, Bernie Sanders. He seems the most likable candidate, but at the same time, he said that reparations isn't ever gonna happen for black folks. So, uh, I don't know. The only one is I think that Asian dude Yang something. Um, he seems the most, uh, the the most uh uh young one with uh some of his viewpoints, cause he talks about a uh, universal basic income. Cause he knows most of these jobs are going to be obsolete. So, you know what I'm saying? So he, he seems the most, you know, radical in his, uh, in his thinking, because I see a lot of AOC in him, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna wait it out. You know what I mean? But anyway, moving on to the next topic, um, the Epstein autopsy. So there was an article that came out uh, a couple of days ago that said that the coroner believes that the autopsy, no, the coroner believes that Epstein didn't kill himself and everybody on Twitter was like, yeah, no fucking shit. And, uh, and fucking water's wet. You know what I'm saying? Like no fucking shit, bro. And the, the, the thing is, the reason why they said this is be, the reason why the coroner said this is because he found broken bones on the back, uh, you know, his neck muscles, broken bones on his neck. Um, and that's consistent with homicide instead of suicide. Now let's, let's, all right, let's, let's start really breaking things down, right? Let's start breaking certain things down. Now. You have a man, Epstein, that was in jail because of his pedophile underage ring. He was connected with a lot of strong, powerful people, even including the president that we have right now, Donald Trump. They went to his basically what they call pedophile island, left and right, left and right, Clinton, Trump, all of them. You know, so there's probably cameras and shit. They probably will re records, but these, he was associated with these people. Now you have a man that got arrested, right? My man got no bad bone in his body. He was living the life of privilege. You really think, do you really think he was not going to snitch? Of course he was. He probably cut a deal the minute those cuffs touch this pasty little pedophile wrist. You know what I'm saying? So you, so with that being said, right? Jeffrey Epstein is six feet, two inches. He's a tall dude. The average cell is, was it? I think was it three by five or something like that. Um, and the bunk beds that's in there from a six foot something guy that's that only goes by your shoulder height, maybe a little lower than that. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're tall. You know what I'm saying? And they found him hung 
from his bunk bed? How? That means either if he's sitting down on his ass, that still won't, you know, that still won't uh, like leave him, you know, you know what I'm saying? That still won't hang him. You know what I'm saying? You st a six foot seven guy stands up straight. He's a couple of inches from the ceiling. It's, it's not that high up. So that doesn't make any sense. On top of that, the cellmate that he was supposed to have mysteriously leaves. He's moved somewhere else. He gets off a suicide watch. All the cameras around the cell and in the cell and everything are rearranged all differently. The guards are supposed to be there either fall asleep or leave. And you mean to tell me he hung himself? People. This is a game. This is a game. Listen to the people that are not a part of this. Best believe that corner is going to come out with some other bullshit saying, oh, no, well, you know, I thought he didn't, uh, he didn't kill himself, but there are instances where suicide did, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's be, that's one thing that everybody can agree to. Epstein did not kill himself. Now you have to think who was, you know, who was he going to snitch on? What did he know? Who was he going to take down? Who was he going to take down? And the funny thing is the media had a big hand to play with this. They had a big hand on this. You know why? Because they had this story years ago. They had this story years ago and the media said, no, we're not putting that shit out. You better find something else. If you guys don't believe me, somebody was recently recorded because they had a hot mic on basically is those lavalier mics when you're on TV and you could shut it off remotely. Sometimes you, you know, they forget to shut it off and they start speaking freely and it starts recording shit. And this is a clip from that recording that got leaked out. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate I will that we that also quashed the story and then um and then alan dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes she told me everything she had pictures she had everything she was in hiding for 12 years we convinced her to come out we convinced her to talk to us um it was unbelievable what we had clinton we had everything i i tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, aunt, like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And, I had it all three years ago. All right. So there you go. 
they had this information in the stash for three goddamn years in the stash in the stash they had pictures evidence other women backing shit up for three years and this is not a way how the media is protecting people especially pedophiles let one of me or one of us do some shit like that that shit is within three minutes that shit will come out you know what i'm saying this is white supremacy protecting itself this is white supremacy protecting itself this is a way where no no white person should be viewed as a pedophile all those other people should be used as pedophiles not not white folks you could do it to you know blacks latin people not white folks don't you dare call us pedophiles you know what i'm saying this is this is this is something deep this is something deep and we have to be very very aware of our of how we move and what the what kind of information we take in you know what i'm saying this is the reason why most news organizations are kind of scared and they put clickbaity titles just to get your attention because a lot of people are not relying on the news like they were a lot of people are relying on alternate media like youtube like people like me podcasters because for the most part when i look out for information i try to be at least as much factual as i can be you know what i'm saying yes i'm small but i don't feel like i need to mislead anybody if i find a headline i will go out and research it every other different way find other sources that will conflict that and see what happens in the middle you know what i'm saying that's how everybody should research and that's how i do it you know what i'm saying so i'm just saying we gotta really you know look out for that you know what i'm saying we gotta really look out for that now moving on to the next topic um I think I did, was it last, Jesus Christ, it was a couple of, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, no, actually it was a week ago. It was a week ago. I said, hey guys, watch out for Halloween. These white supremacists are going to be out here and all that other shit. Well, apparently there was a group of Latina women, you know, probably like 17, 18, 19 or something like that. They were young, you know walking around in full kkk outfits holy shit right so you got these little latin coons you know little banana coons walking around in full kkk outfits and their thing was we just wanted to scare people that's what they said that's what the reasoning for that was and best believe this happened in la you know what I'm saying? For some reason, LA, for the most part, not all Latin people, but a, a lot, a lot of Latin people out there are a little, you know, either lost or coonish. You know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, you know, but I, anyway, listen. Um, the, 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 you know, they, they were out. So they got, they got checked by this rapper. You know, she, they got checked 
and they got their hoods taken out. You know, there was about to get the ass beating. I wish they should have, but it is what it is. You know, they got their hoods taken away and all that. And they got their outfit, you know, taken away. But the thing is, they were like, no, no, it was just a prank. This and this and this. But let's be honest. That wasn't no goddamn prank. Let's be honest. That wasn't no goddamn fucking prank. That, that was intentional. You know what I'm saying? They went so up. The thing is, if you guys ever see the video, the thing is, they're not just wearing the hoods with the little holes cut out. Nah. Shorty went all out and got the blood and soil patch on. The bitch had the fucking boots with red laces on. For those who don't know, in the in the KKK, if you have uh, white laces, that means you haven't killed a black or Latin person yet. And if you do have red laces on, that means you did. I saw red laces with boots on. That's all I gotta say. So. You know what I'm saying? So she, you know, I saw all of this and I'm like, nah, this shit was intentional. And that's the thing. I blame, you know, this is where it goes with the confusion of America, where America separates Latin people thinking we're something else, classifies us as white in government forms, hospital forms, wherever, because we leave those boxes blank. Because we've been so conditioned not to think about race and we're something else. And when you ask the average Latin person, what are you? Oh, I'm Latin. No, 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 no. What are you? Oh, I'm Dominican or Mexican or whatever. No, no, no. What's, what's your race? Oh, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. They condition us so much to that, that a certain, a certain of us, certain uh, parts of our group do coon shit like that. Put on KKK office just to like, oh, be funny. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing that the fucking KKK doesn't give a shit about Latin people. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a shit, mind you. There are Latin white supremacists, all right, out here. I call them Latin wannabe white supremacists because the majority of Latin people are not 100% white. They want to be white supremacists, but in the end of the day, they would never be accepted as one ever talk to a real white supremacist. They'll let you know who you really are very fast. They'll say, yeah, you could chill with us. You can even, you could drink with us. You can even stay over the night. But when that shit pops off, your ass better be out that door. After we finish shooting with you, we're going to train that gun and shoot at you. A lot of Latin people are very well aware and they're very conformative with the fact of being a house slave. And that's the thing that we have to get away from, which brings me to my next point that I wanted to bring for a long time, but I never found the resources to, but now I do. What Spanish people think about Latin people in general? Crazy, right? So I found something very interesting in the webs, in the internet, in the websites and shit. What Spanish people really think about Latin people. 
what they really, really think. And I put this on my Instagram and it didn't, it, it went crazy, but not as crazy, but it went crazy. And I'm going to read to you a couple of excerpts from that article that I got some of the pictures that I took off. Give me a minute. Let me see if I could try to find it. All right. I got it right here. All right. So this is from, uh, one of these like forums. It basically said what Spanish people think about Latin America, right? This is what from some dude named Pablo, right? This is, this is actually recent. This is 2018. He said, this is very difficult question to answer because Latin America is extremely diverse. In general, we, the Spanish are guilty of being very ignorant about Latin America. But that being said, most Spanish I know would not considered Mexican, Cuban, Argentinian, Ecuadorian, Colombian, and etc., in a similar way. That is very telling for those Latin people talking about, oh, me Spanish, me no black papi, me Spanish, me no native papi, me Spanish. Look what Spanish people really think about y'all. You know that? Look what Spanish people really think about y'all. This is, he doesn't, they don't consider us Spanish. They're Europeans. They still consider us as cattle. They still consider us as non-humans. You think that the Europeans had a different way of treating us than the Spaniards? No, there's only one difference that the Spaniards did. The Spaniards will impregnate a slave, get that baby, claim it as their own and make that baby the overseer. If they still come out as dark as they are, they will not, they will still claim them, but they won't be the overseer. You're still a slave or a house slave. There was no difference. There was no difference. It's just like right now we're saying, oh, how did the English think about black Americans? What? No, that's what we're doing. What are you? Especially here in America, what are you? I'm Spanish. No, you're not Spanish. That's the language you speak, stupid. That's the language of our oppressors. What language am I speaking right now, right? I'm speaking English. Do I look like fucking Queen Elizabeth to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spanish is a language. Spaniard is a nationality and we're not Spaniard. The reason why we got Spanish DNA in us because our ancestors were raped. That's it. That's where the whole mejorando la raza comes from. But he goes on. Most negative stereotypes, loud, uneducated, emotional, drama prone came from TV shows that arrived in Spain in the past eighties and nineties, mostly, you know, to Mexican soap operas and all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. That's basically it, right? That's basically it. But he goes on saying that, you know, that's not true and all this other stuff, but he basically sums up the whole thing saying that's what most Spanish people think of Latin people. I found another one. It, this was titled, do you dare talk to a Spaniard of what they think about Latin Americans? They actually spoke 
to a Spaniard 16 year old. You know what she said? Do you know what she said? This is what she said. I don't think South Americans and she includes South Americans as Mexicans and everybody else down the border, even the Caribbean. I don't think South Americans are butchering Spanish, but I do find it irritating when South Americans refer to themselves as Spanish. The bitch is 16 years old. The little bitch is 16 years old and she already knows what she, what to look for and what to be irritated about. The little bitch is 16. You know what I'm saying? She already knows what to differentiate. Y'all motherfuckers are Latin. I'm Spanish. I'm more superior than you guys. You feel what I'm saying? There's a, there's a big difference in that. There's a big difference in that. So when you got little Latin coons out here, like Dominican Renaissance claiming Spanish every other, uh, every other way, he hasn't spoken to real Spanish people because he's too indoctrinated with that Antonio mentality. He haven't spoken to real Spanish people because if he did, He'll be coming out with a fucking podcast like me talking about the radical Dominican Renaissance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what a 16 year old Spanish person said. I find it irritating when South Americans refer to themselves as Spanish because you're not Spanish. She knows the difference. She's Spanish with that sentence says that I'm superior than you. That says a lot. And one more other article, which was hilarious, especially to my Dominican folks. Shout out to y'all. This is what they said. Spanish, Spaniards, I'm sorry, Spaniards deemed to hate Dominicans in particular. Ooh, look at that shit. Oh shit. These sorts of incidences can happen because Spa Spain doesn't have any laws against discrimination. The government has yet to acknowledge the racism it has. In fact, there is no dialogue about race in Spain whatsoever. If you try to talk to a Spaniard about race, they'll say everything is fine and change the subject. But yet they view Dominicans in a hateful manner. Wow. Wow. And then they go on and say how they treat Dominicans and every Latin person the same as every other person that's not Spanish. That's very telling. Wow. That's very telling. So if you guys don't believe me, I put this shit up on my Instagram. If you guys don't see it, just DM me on my Instagram or my Twitter and I'll gladly send you guys these screenshots. I'll definitely make a video about it later. Not now, but this is very telling. This is extremely, ex extremely telling because this tells us that the Spanish had no, has no difference between how the English think the Spaniards 
think the same way as the English. But yet, look at the double-edged sword. There's no, they're, they're not racist. But yet, I do see you as inferior and I see myself as superior. Look at that shit. That must, that, 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 that ideology must be amazing, huh? Now, moving on to our main topic right now. Our main topic, how immigration targets Latin people. Now, I have to keep it real right now, all right? I have to keep it real. Whenever you use the word immigration, that word is solely used and the first image you think about is Latin people. We have to keep it real. That's exactly what it is. The only time people, when they talk about immigration, that first image that comes into their heads are Latin people. Look at the images that are being shown whenever they do talk about immigration. They go to the border, they show the gate, are all Latin people. Look at when they discuss DACA or anything. This is not Latin specific um, um, policies. We have to remember that. This is not Latin Pacific uh, policies. This for any undocumented dreamer immigrant, meaning white, Asian, and all of them. They only show Latin people. So what is the image that they're trying to relay? That Latin people are the only ones that aren't supposed to be here. Now, why do you guys think that Latin people are not the only ones that are supposed to be here? Let's think about that for one second. Let's think about that for one second. You know what I'm saying? Let's think about that for one second. Why? Because Latin people, believe it or not, have more of a connection and right to this land than Europeans do. Some people say black folks too. I'm not gonna debate that. I'll put them there too because there was documentation of a lot of Africans already here, you know, especially on, on the coastline and stuff. I'm not going to debate that, 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 that's somewhat true. I have to look more into it, but Latin people, we do have a cultural genetic link to America. If you look at any map, you see that United States is connected to Mexico, to South America. If you guys really look at the indigenous trail, trail trailways from the Incas, the Aztecs, the Mayans, and all of them, from the Cherokee to the you know Rico Beck tribe and all of them, you see that they are all interconnected in one line. From South America, Central, Mexico, California, all throughout the West. All of them. We have genetic links into this land. That's something we cannot forget whatsoever. The only people who are immigrants here, let's keep it real. The only people who are immigrants here are the Europeans. We are the true Americans here. That's something we cannot forget. We are the true Americans. For those who don't know, remember, 
United States drew a big ass line across America saying, oh, welcome to the US of A. Everybody that was already here is now an American. You know what I'm saying? So with that little brief history, right? That's already said that little brief history that's already said. Let's really look at the whole psychology of it. So I already talked about Latin people are the only ones being targeted, you know, by this whole immigration thing, right? White supremacists use, you know, code words like greaser, infectious, things like that. Whenever they're referring to a Latin person, they'll say Mexican, no matter what. You could literally be in the tip of Maine from New York all the way down to Florida and all the way across Texas to California and up from Washington and back around again. You will be seen and viewed and described as Mexican because Mexican is a cold word for all Latin people. And all Latin people are viewed as Mexicans. They don't got no time to, uh, differentiating, differentiating from Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, Guatemalan, Salvadorian. They don't care Brazilian. They don't give a fuck about all of that. You're from down there. You're Mexican. That's it. So whenever people are referring to other Latin people as Mexicans, you already know what it is. They mean all Latin folks. Let's keep it real. So the reason why th there's a book, there's a book called post-traumatic slave syndrome by Dr. Joy DeGruy. She wrote this book and basically described how the way to justify your harming of another group of people, you have to relabel that group of people, make them the reason why you're subjugating them. Now, what does that mean? For example, if you, if you go to the store and you're seeing somebody robbing chips, and a cop is right there, they'll arrest them. That's a justification for the action, right? Now, let's say you relabel a certain group of people, let's say black people, I'm gonna just give that an example. Black people, which, is, which happens, they relabel black people as thieves, murderers, there's nothing good that comes from them but negative. And the cop arrests that black person before he goes into the store doesn't know if he's going to steal or not. You're just being viewed as a thief, murderer, and all this, you know, all of the above already getting. So you have to justify that arrest, that action by relabeling the group of people. So whenever that cop sees a group or individual that is black, oh, they're robs, murders, and thieves and rapists. That's what I'm saying. Relabel. This is for the people in the back who don't get it. You know what I'm saying? So I just had to dumb it down. So you have to relabel a certain group of people. 
Now, if you guys remember on uh, my first dark American history war on Latin people, it's a long um, title, whatever, of the gaslighting. They had to justify their actions by relabeling Latin people as a whole. How, how did they do that relabeling? They called us disease ridden. They said that we're bringing in lice and infections from Mexico because Mexico is a dirty place. And they carry these experiments all the way on damn near past the sixties from the 19, I think was it seven, no, 19 or 12. I think what it was all the way to 1960, those actions that they've did resulted in death to the point that it was so effective. The Germans saw that the facilities, what they use, the chemicals that they use, and they use those same blueprints on German, uh, our, I'm sorry, on Jewish people in those concentration camps. We were the guinea pigs for that. They relabeled Latin people as lazy. They relabeled Latin people as dirty. They relabel us as something undesirable. Don't no benefits in this country, which is all completely wrong. Give them more time. They'll probably say something else. They'll probably say something else. So the way to justify that, what do they do now? They say illegal immigrant or illegal alien. First of all, what the fuck is an illegal alien? Last time I saw an illegal alien, they're great folks with big ass eyes and big ass heads, right? We don't come from another planet. We all shit the same, eat the same and bleed the same. So illegal aliens, that's to justify your incarceration because you're being relabeled as something else. Same when, when black folks were relabeled as non-human, your cattle, the same way how Spanish people are saying you're not Spanish. It irritates me. So we have to justify the action. So with that being said, that's why you have, you know, these, these, uh, these camps up in the border, ripping families apart, putting them in cages and all that. They're being justified because they're illegal. Now there's a whole history of discrimination. We have to remember this. There's a whole history of discrimination. It does not only happen in Texas or Teja, you know, California and the south of the border. It doesn't only happen there. It happens everywhere. We have to be very cognizant of that. Very cognizant. White supremacists have been using little tactics for a long time. For those who don't know, there was this law in Northern states called the sun down law. And it basically said, if we catch a Negro, basically a black person after dark, when the sun goes down, you're justified to get killed, murdered, lynched, whatever. A lot of people don't know 
that that same rule applied to Latin people. There was a lot of Latin people that were lynched, killed, murdered, brutalized, you know, and all that by being caught in one of these sundown towns. A lot of people don't know that. There was a lot of Latin lynchings that happened. Damn near in fucking Texas. They used to have different trees for these shits. You can't hang the Latin person in that tree. That's the black tree. You gotta hang them over here. You know what I'm saying? They 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 had different trees for this. So there's a lot of discrimination that we aren't aware of. There's also been signs, historically signs, that says in certain shops, no dogs, Negroes, or Mexicans allowed. These shop, these signs actually occurred. These things actually happened. It was also to the point where randomly groups of little white supremacists will drive around in pickup trucks and kidnap Mexicans, Latin people and drive them to the border and throw them right there. Talking about go back home. There was instances of this. There was instances of them having target practice with little kids, throwing them out the truck saying, go back home while they're running. They're having target practice saying who's going to shoot or who's going to get closer first or who's going to shoot. You know what I'm saying? The further they go, who's going to get a good hit? You know what I'm saying? There's histories of this. All of this shit could be verified. Now, what a very famous thing happens, very, very common um, theme occurs, is called, well, we are not viewing legal immigrants in a bad way. We're viewing illegal immigrants in a bad way. This is what you ask them. What's the difference between a legal and illegal immigrant before you even ask them what they are? What's the difference? because there is none. They will not be able to answer that because you cannot tell who's legal or who's illegal by looking at them. You can't whatsoever. That's a cop out because you cannot be discriminate discriminatory towards an illegal without knowing that they're illegal. You know what I'm saying? That's a cop out. That's just a way to justify the prejudice. You know what I'm saying? That's just a way to justify it because a, a legal immigrant still does and still has the same hardship opportunities to get work than the illegal person does. Everything that they hate about an illegal immigrant applies to a legal immigrant everything. There's no difference. There's no difference whatsoever. So when they start bringing up the law, talking about, whoa, you're coming in the bad way. Well, Mr. White supremacist, what is the good way? Because you apparently historically came in the bad way because this is a very, 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 very important thing to know. When Immigrants were coming into this country, you know, Ellis Island and all this other stuff. They were 
plenty and plenty of plenty rules that were set aside only for white immigrants. You had to come from a white country, you have no problem. Any other country, you'll have an issue and you probably won't be able to come in. That's a fact. Whenever white immigrants came in here, they'll get money, land, food, and all that. Here, start a new living. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, white folks shouldn't be complaining because it was a lot easier for them than it is now. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of instances where immigrants are being viewed, you know, no, all immigrants are being viewed, but there's a lot of instances where American citizens are being viewed as immigrant because the thing is the issue is not with immigration. The issue is with your brown ass. That's what the issue is. Your skin is brown and I see you as an immigrant. There's plenty of instances of U.S. citizens being deported. They had the documentation. That didn't help them out. That did not help them out whatsoever. Whatsoever. There's plenty of instances. And yeah, they, when they come back, they could sue. Most of it don't even go any further than just the civil court. You know what I'm saying? Or they get dismissed and they don't get nothing. But you, you got to remember the U S government got so much paper. They don't give a fuck. Oh, a little settlement. Here you go. Get the fuck out of here. There was an instance where it, this person got deported three times, three times in one year. My dude got deported three times in one year to the point where he moved out to California and he went to Texas and it happened to him again. Can you believe it? That's insane. But. A lot of people will say, what are the benefits to immigration? What are the benefits? The benefits are, believe it or not, there's a lot of economists out there that say immigration actually help out the economy. Believe it or not, immigration actually helps out the economy, believe it or not. How does it help out the economy? Very easy. When an illegal immigrant comes into this country and starts working for money under the table, that money does not stay in their pocket. They have to spend it. When they spend it in stores, don't, anything that they spend gets taxed. That money is going back into the pool of the economy. That's money. That's that's new money. That's being spent now. That's new money. That's being put back into the pool. Now there's certain individual immigrants who are illegal, who actually pay taxes, believe it or not. There are some illegal immigrants who actually pay taxes, believe it or not. They are. So that's another individual that's putting money back into the economy pool. So immigration certainly does help out the economy. Now you got little groups out here like ADOS or foundational black Americans who talk about reparations, but that's a smoke screen because if you really look at who they really target, they always target immigrants 
immigrants aren't going to stop reparations from coming. You know what I'm saying? Reparations are not going to stop because of immigrants whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? So that whole shit doesn't make no sense. But, you know, those are like, you know, secret white supremacist organizations anyway. Not the idea of reparations. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the groups, you know, of ADOS because they call themselves a group. The group of ADOS always attacking immigrants. You know what I'm saying? But there's a very interesting article. Actually, I did a video. Um, probably I'll see if I could pull it up. I did a video on December 2018. So fairly, fairly recent. Um, the, I, I'm gonna put it on the link in the description down below. And also, you know, if you guys go to the details tab, you know, look it up or whatever the case is. I did a video on the truth behind Trump's wall and immigration. I did this video uh before you know i started getting a lot of subscribers so it doesn't got that many views at all but i basically break down trump's whole you know talking point about immigration and something very interesting that i didn't even know i looked at the raw numbers the raw numbers of illegal and legal immigrants who are coming into this country. And this is what it is. For South American immigrants, South Americans are included with all of South America and the Caribbean. Altogether, at in 2017, only 3 million people who are legal and illegal came in. Only 3 million. So you're like, oh shit. Three million? What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Now, I fast forward to the video and I talk about that. And then this is what I also find, which is very interesting. The figure of this is only for European immigrants. And the figure only goes down to 2016. I don't know why, but whatever. It goes down to 2016. And the majority of legal and illegal European immigrants that come into this country is 4 million illegal and legal immigrants. 1 million more than Latin people. And you're like, oh, okay, they got 1 million more. All right, cool. Then we go into the Asians. This is where shit gets really, this is where shit really gets a little, little funny style. The Asian figure only goes down to 2014. And in 2014, Asians that came into this country are 12 million people. 12 million people. Now you have to ask yourself, why in the fuck? Why in the fuck are Latin people being viewed as aliens, illegal immigrants whenever people talk about them? When the real immigrants are the Asians and whites. Why? Why? 
because we have to remember we live in the system of white supremacy in the system of white supremacy we they don't play fair and we shouldn't expect them to play fair in a system of white supremacy the real people get protected and they have to put a victim face onto it they have to put a face of of, of a demon and unfortunately black um i'm sorry latin people are that demon look latin uh, black people i'm sorry black people are being are viewed as drug users right crazy drug users if you look at the numbers the biggest drug in the whole country is a meth white people are doing that white people are doing that now you have to ask why the same thing you have to demonize a group you have to demonize a group do you see asians and uh, europeans in them cages you don't but 12 million people come in there's another article that i found that you guys can find in the description down below it's called most undocumented immigrants are not mexican that that should raise your antennas right and you're like what the fuck? and then it says the makeup of the country of undocumented population is changing can white americans predict nations keep up you know what i'm saying so it goes on how mexicans you know their population of 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 uh, immigration is not being you know being uh as, as big as it was but then it goes down and it says something very interesting which i also pointed out in the video when i did about asians because in the video that i did about asians i said asian is the second largest region of birth after latin america of u.s immigrants as immigration from latin america has declined in recent years with china and india overtaking mexico in flows of recent arrivals asian immigrants are projected to comprise of a greater share of all immigrants becoming the largest foreign-born group by 2055. i pointed this out on my video a year ago that's what i pointed out and it's very very funny that this article is basically saying the same thing i pointed out on my video and all the way in the bottom all the way in the bottom where it, it goes into land people and all this other stuff that's when they really talk about the real people who are coming in the real people. some researchers have called undocumented asian immigrants as the invisible population invisible population now people let me know when's the last time you heard about daca and you seen an asian face when's the last time you went and saw images of the border and you saw an asian face they are not having these cages up in new york up in california all throughout the border of canada they're not having that shit. why does it have to be in the border next to mexico because they have to justify relabel the people off to why we do this that's why they have to do it we're already seeing the real immigrants who are coming in here 
The real immigrants are Asians. They're coming in the boatloads. Shipping containers and all that other crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? And also, I'm including a little brief history. A little brief history on the criminalization of the border. Mind you, the border didn't become closed and really regulated until 1929. You know what I'm saying? Until 1929, the whole immigration thing wasn't really that big of a deal. People were coming in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Until 1929, Section 1325 is criminalization of undocumented immigrants uh, urged for the first time. And remember, other illegal people came into this country without a problem. They even said that Chinese people couldn't come in. They actually had an act for it. They called the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882. This is the very, very interesting thing. When this act occurred, it didn't criminalize these immigrants. So all you had to do was ship them off. The only people that were criminalized by the new act were Latin folks. That's the only people. That's the only people. Because we have to be viewed as, as something sinister, as a plague. And that's something that isn't true whatsoever, but white supremacy makes it true. White supremacy invokes all of this shit. And, and the last article that, like I said, that I'm including, it even talks about this white supremacist senator named Coleman, who basically criminalized people who don't go through the right way, the entry point, which basically you had to pay a fee and submit a test and all that. Now, what test did you have to submit? They say that Latin people are ignorant and stupid. That's what they said. That's what they say. So part of the test was the IQ test, a little written test, um, IQ, some mathematics, and you could come in. You were denied if you failed that test because according to them, we are dumb. We are uneducated. We can't result or benefit or bring benefit to the United States whatsoever because we're dumb. That's what Jeff Sessions said about Dominicans. Jeff Sessions stood up and said, Dominicans don't bring anything to this country. Like we don't give the most littest shape ups. Like we don't got them bow and shit. You know what I'm saying? Dominicans don't bring or benefit anything to this country. If you guys don't believe me, I actually have to, I got the clip right here. Check this out. Fundamentally, almost no one coming from the Dominican Republic to the United States is coming here because they have a uh, provable skill that would benefit us. Wow, a provable skill that would benefit us. You hear that? That's Donald Trump's man. He got fired or he left by the way, but that's Donald Trump's man. But that's what white supremacists believe. They believe that anybody that's a Latin person is an immigrant and they don't benefit or contribute to anything in this country. That's what they think. 
That's the top white supremacist. Jeff Sessions was so racist that the wife of Martha Luther King wrote a letter saying that he should not beat the judge in Congress. That's how racist this motherfucker is. And guess what? Donald Trump still looked at that and said, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. But yeah, guys, that's, um, that's what I'm talking about. You know, hopefully, you know, uh, you guys learn something, you know what I'm saying? Um, remember all the links of either my video, the order and the two articles that I was referring to, they're going to be at the bottom. So go check them out. You know what I'm saying? Remember you can support me on cash app, dollar sign, radical one word, Latino one word, radical Latino. And also hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm gonna catch you guys later.